Do you want more behind-the-scenes photos? Yeah. How about full, uncensored access? Oh, yeah. Maybe you just want the full VIP treatment? Well, for as little as $1, you can become a loyal Patreon of mine at patreon.com forward slash Trinity the Tuck and enjoy behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and tons more content before everyone else. Plus, there's exclusive merch. Check it out today. Mmm. Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today our very special guest is the glitter bomb, Chantel Sparkles. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Drag Race Rundown, Sisterly Scandals, and so much more. Hi guys, welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today my very special guest is the Glitter Bomb from Louisville, Kentucky, Chantel Sparkles. Hey, bitch. What's up? <laughs> hey, I'm so glad that you are able to do this podcast with me. I've been wanting to do this podcast with you forever. Right. I feel like we haven't actually gotten to talk on the phone, too, for like a good minute. So I'm super excited to do this because like, yeah, it's been forever. I know. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Like now that we've been like separated from living together for a couple of years now. Separated at birth, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's still so weird because, like, we lived in the same city and together for several years. Oh, yeah. Together. And it's, it's such a crazy feeling, too, because, like, you know, I'm just so happy for you just because, like, you've done so much in the past couple of years. Of, I feel like everything has just flown by so fast because, like, I feel like just yesterday I was just sitting at the table and you were telling me that you got on Drag Race. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. You know, it's just it's such a cool thing to watch. Yeah, I, I, it, a lot of stuff has changed. Like, yeah. well, you're in Louisville. You're on, you're at uh, out of uh, all the places, more... bitch. I would have never thought I'd be living <laughs> in Louisville, Kentucky. But your ass made me move here. Well, you didn't make me, but you talked me into it, and I was like, okay. And now I no, I ma- I made you. I made you. So we're, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get into all of that. <laughs> so let's first talk about how we met. Yes. Do you remember how we met? Um, so I know that like, we used to like kind of follow each other on Facebook and like, I would do hair and stuff and you would like the pictures and like, you'd be real supportive over that. And I used to always like, just watch and be like, Oh my God, she liked my picture. Cause I thought you were super sickening when I first saw you. And then, um, I think the first time we met was whenever we did the audition for Andy Bell. Right. Right. So what I remember is, so we followed each other on social media. I thought you were a sickening up and coming newcomer queen. Uh, you were super talented with hair. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and then, uh, when I I was on cast at the honeypot in Tampa Mm -hmm. and, um, when we got, when I got the Steven, who is the owner of honeypot in Tampa is also the partner of Andy Bell from Erasure. Mm -hmm. And he approached me and was like, Hey, I want to start touring Andy with a couple of drag queens as fembots. Can you help me cast those girls? Mm-hmm. So I thought of, I can't re- who was the other queen? I can't remember her name. Um, I know that we had Nene Dominatrix. I think it's Nene Dominatrix that was on it for a short time. Yes. Yes. So that was, that was the original. We person. went through so like that- quite a few girls. <laughs> yes. 
So um, we started out with her and then we cast you as well. And so it was us three for the first show. The and three, honey. Miss Thing was so messy. She was. That they, girl, they have fired her. I'll never forget <laughs> that one time we were doing rehearsals and like we were dancing in the hallway of the hotel and I just like, I smelt vodka on her and I was like, that bitch is drunk. Like she is oh. straight up drunk. <laughs> she I was mean, drunk, like, girl. That's a mood. Well, not not when you're being paid, you know, to be a professional well, dancer. Like for... if you could be drunk, honey, and do your job professionally, like it's a mood. <laughs> well, um, what was the thing? Was it like Houston or something? There was a show right after we had all got together that I couldn't go do because of something. I and... swear you were there. No, y'all, y'all, where she fell down the stairs. What was that? I can't oh, remember bitch, what it was. Oh, bitch, I'll never forget. That was in Houston, because I remember, like, girl, it was Texas, bitch, and them stairs were big, just like Texas, honey. I felt like we were walking up the gates to heaven, honey. And we, <laughs> bitch, on the way down, she just tumbled all the way <laughs> out. All you see was just that big-ass giant wig flying. <laughs> Tina took a tumble, honey. I just couldn't help but laugh. I would have laughed, too. Um, did, was she drunk then, too? Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, but like, I, I don't know, honey, you know, <laughs> I don't. Well, um, anyway, so that like propelled our friendship forward and like, we just hung out constantly. And yeah, I felt like we had a lot more in common than we knew, you know, and especially like whenever we did the audition, um, I think it was like a couple auditions later. I asked you, I was like, we should totally do like a girl group. And we should try to do music because, you know, like when you first met me, I was like DJ and hardcore and like producing music and stuff like that. And, you know, like I would always sit in the car and show you my songs and you're like, oh, my God, we should totally do like music. And Which, so by I the way, but, but, to interrupt you, uh, Chantel is an amazing singer and um, they where can they find your music at? Um, I mean, you could just type it in on like YouTube or like iTunes. I go under like different names just because like... Um, you know, I've worked with like different producers and stuff like that. And I'm also in a group called Lucid Blue. And so um, it really just depends. But like if you just type in like Sean Davis, you can find music. You can also type in um, Lahore. Is it Lahore? Lahore. Yeah. L-A-W-H-O-R-E. Yeah. yeah. And you can find the songs that me and you did too on, I think on YouTube, right? Yeah. I think uh, we just did two, which were like parodies of songs. Yeah. Which- so funny. She was a test run, honey. <laughs> yeah, she was a test run. But honestly, though, I would love to collaborate on music in the future because you're you're such a good singer. It's it's like you, the world needs to hear you sing. Right. But anyway, so back to the story of like um, we toured the world with <clears throat> Andy Bell. Yeah, we did, and it was so like it was surreal. Like still sitting back, you know, I'm sitting in my apartment right now in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm just thinking like. When you're touring like that, everything kind of just, like, turns into, like, a blur. Like, it happens so fast that, like, you used to always tell me, like, really soak in this moment because, like, you never know how much uh, or when you're going to get that opportunity again, you know? Because, like, it was just crazy. Like, we went to, like, how many countries? We went to, I know, about 20 countries or more. Yeah, and I would just, like it still doesn't feel real because like, like I said, it just happens so fast, girl. I have like moments that I remember, like, girl, I remember that one time when we were in Mexico city and we, um, 
We oh my god <laughs> girl remember when we went to go get lunch and our fucking our cards stopped working and so we oh were, my god yes we were stuck <laughs> at that restaurant and they were like you're not leaving and so you're you're gonna pay us and like we couldn't even speak spanish because like we didn't obviously know that know how to do it so like we were just like looking like stupid white bitches sitting there like we don't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, like dumb Americans. Yeah, because we so like we have went and ate. So for the for the 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 listeners out there, we we were staying at a hotel. It was the day of um, one of the shows. We went and we were going to go out and grab food really quick. Yeah, we were just before. starving. Yes, we were starving. So we had just got to the hotel. There was a a really great Mexican restaurant. I say Mexican. We were in Mexico. A, a really great me- restaurant. Period. Uh, across the street from the the hotel that we were suggested to go eat at. We went over there. Um, we ordered food. We ate it, and then when our we card to- stopped working because like, yeah, because we didn't call right, our bank. We didn't let our banks know that like we were out of the country. So they were like, "Oh, bitch, someone's trying to steal." And this is, like, one of the first times we were out of the country. So, like, we didn't know you had to do this. We didn't have an international phone plan. Like, we were not prepared for this. And so, we couldn't figure anything out. We had to actually call the tour manager to send... Somebody to come pay for us. (laughs) Yeah, it was the promoter's wife who who booked the show. And she came and paid for She was, like, really nice. You remember when she, like, paid for everything? It was so crazy. Yeah, I mean... It was it was scary though because I was like, "Girl, we are going to jail." Girl, I thought we were going to have to clean dishes. <laughs> I mean, I would have to get to get out of that situation, <laughs> right? Um, there was another story. Oh, do you remember when we were in? I think it was Peru, and we were in that van, and we were going in the. It was like a parking deck underneath the venue where, and all those fans were just like shaking the van. I don't remember, do remember? that. Oh my god! Okay, so you don't remember? We were in the van, and like their fans like had crowded around the van, and they were like pushing. Oh, I thought bang- you meant like fans, like fans blowing. <laughs> Girl, okay, people, this is what I deal with on the regular. Since I was I've like known giant Chantel. fans blowing. What are she we talking is- about? She is dumb, honey. Dumb. <laughs> oh, she didn't yeah. even know Hawaii was a state. She thought I, it was a country. Okay. I, I still don't. I get them mixed up every single time. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah, you remember that where they were, like, pushing and yes. locking the van? Yes. We were scared so of the fuck. Yeah. There was other stories, too. I remember like, the time, um, too, like, when we were driving um, the van, we were, I think we were in, like, the Caribbean. Because that was the time we went on that giant gay cruise. And we... Uh-huh. Um, the van guy was like driving us through all the, like the small towns, and we. Oh had to my god! And we almost fell off the the cliff, cliff. bitch. Oh, oh so my scary. god! It's like over in um, is the Caribbean a country? <laughs> I can't. Remember. Oh my god! Oh my god, girl. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> we were there, bitch, and I just I didn't realize I that they to... were such tight spaces. Yeah, they're it's it's uh they're small little islands, girl. Yeah. Little roads, crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, in in this, I think it was the same trip on that gay cruise uh, where we were like, it was the, it was the, it, yeah, it was the Caribbean cruise. All those young gay. Oh my god! It was literally like the lottery, an orgy. It was. It was the, an orgy. Yeah, I felt like when we got there, um, I had won the lottery. <laughs> 
I mean, you kind of did grow, like, going back to uh, that. Girl, don't uh, even try it, because you were the one to do. You were like, I'll meet you at the hotel in, like, two hours. (laughs) I was like... And that was you all the time. So don't even try to act like an angel, honey. Because like, well, I, didn't, I didn't say I was an angel, but you, girl, I'm not the one that had five guys up in me on the cruise. <laughs> yeah, bitch. But you were the one that was always, you're like, I'll beat you back to the hotel in like two hours. I was the one stuck at the damn, the pool, drinking my, my drink. Oh, my God. Years. Speaking of that, do you remember when we were in the Dominican Republic and we got white girl wasted oh my god fruity drinks and we were we were so burnt we got so burnt and the reason is because like we didn't know that it was like that close to the equator right and so we were living our best life honey we were in our little cute when i was skinny uh we were living our cute little life drinking our drinks on the pool it was beautiful it was beautiful right the pool actually like overlooked the ocean remember Yes, and it was massive, and, and it it was kind of, like, cloudy out, so you didn't feel... I mean, it was sunny, but you didn't feel it, like, normal, and we didn't have on sunscreen. And, girl, um... We were just trying to get tan, honey. And then, he, the uh, <laughs> Steven, the tour manager, got so mad at us because we didn't match our breastplate. Oh, my God. We got so... I actually think we have a picture somewhere on Facebook of me posing in the mirror, and I, we were just, like, burnt. <laughs> just red, girl. Just lobsters. Got it. Oh, my gosh. So bad. So many fun memories. Um, I I would love to travel with you again. I think it's um, so fun. We'd have some moments, honey. <laughs> we have had a lot of moments. Like yes. seriously, so many. You're farting ass. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> here you are sitting drinking coffee, girl. Good luck to your well, she, boyfriend. Right. She already made it to the bathroom this morning, so we're good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, um, so not only are you a phenomenal and accomplished drag queen you also are a professional hairstylist you are a professional costumer you sing um you are great at makeup um you do hair for other people too right yeah um i've done hair for like lots of queens um you know just Anybody and like, everybody you can think of has probably ordered my wigs. Um, name name who they are. Um, who are they? Oh, that's that's a big one. Um, obviously, you. I'm super blessed and um, you know highly favored <laughs> <laughs> that you have like given me the opportunity to showcase my talents of you know wig styling on the red carpets. Um, I've done stuff for Bob the Drag Queen. I've done stuff for Juju B. I've. I mean, these are just people that are like obviously on Drag Race that people know of. Uh, Todrick Hall. Yeah, I've done uh, stuff for Todrick Hall. Uh, Nina West. Yeah, Nina Nina West. Like, anybody and everybody you can think of, I've probably done hair for them. And, um, obviously, lots of, like, local queens. So, um, yeah, I'm just really blessed to, you know, be able to do hair. And I'm very thankful, too, because, like, when you say, like, a professional costumer, I don't really see myself as, like, a professional costumer. Um, But Oh, bitch, you are. Your stuff is, like, quality. Yeah, but, you know, like... I'm very thankful because that whole time period of us like living together, you know, you were super hard on me. I'll be honest. (laughs) But at the same time, like I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for you. Because like, you know, Lady Gaga says, girl, there's 99 people in a room, but one person believes in you. And that was like, I feel like that was you because like you saw something in me and you pushed me to the next level. I feel like that I needed to go to, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like when you, believe in someone and you see that they have talent um and 
I'll be honest, back then, like, sometimes you would get sidetracked or you would get lazy. And so I needed to push you to get motivated. And now I see you, like, because we don't live near each other and I'm not there to help. Right. You you don't need my help. Like, you're you're there. You're motivating yourself. You're creating all this stuff yourself. And, you know, somebody did that for me too and you know you'll do that for someone else in the future right you, that's why it's I created all a my, cycle that's why i created my patreon and you know the reason why i feel like i connected so much with you in general is because like you know in the drag industry there's a lot of like harshness like i feel like to do drag you have to like have a thick ass skin honey because these queens don't play and it's very competitive it's growing um every single moment and um you know when we met you weren't like the type of person that was like, you know how a lot of Queens get jealous of somebody and they always like put you down or they just don't really want to help you or anything like that. And so Mm -hmm. like before I started drag, I didn't really have anybody like that. And then when you like put, scoop me up under your wing and you were like, I'm going to help you. You, anytime you helped me, there wasn't like a, like a feeling of like you were better or it was like jealousy. Like we never had that friendship. And I think that's why we're still best friends because it's just like, it's a natural friendship that like, you don't really find anywhere, especially in drag. Well, you know, the thing I think about helping someone, you you shouldn't help someone to get something out of right. it. And also, I don't feel like, you know, jealousy is, is not going to help you do anything. And like, take, for example, Drag Race. When I was on season nine and on All Stars, I would have helped anybody in the room, and I did. I helped everybody in the room. Right, and that's what you've taught me, too. Like, that's why I started my Patreon and all these things. It's like, you know, I want to give back, because before I met you, like I said, I didn't have that. Well, that doesn't, you know, and you helping people is not going to hinder you doing good or not. So if you you are going to succeed, you're going to succeed because you did the best. And not because you sabotage somebody else, you know, right. so like even when you I, said it on all stars, you're like, bitch, I want to compete against the best because like, it doesn't really matter, you know? Right. Right. And I helped those bitches and I still beat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, so you've done a couple of pageants, but not that many. I wouldn't really call you a pageant queen. I wouldn't, yeah, um, I wouldn't really consi- like consider myself a pageant queen, but I do have those pageant qualities just because of like you raising me as a queen, you know? But, you know, I did do uh, EOI, you know, Entertainer of the Year, which is like a national pageant. It was my first ever national pageant. And you sponsored me and pushed me and helped me and everything. And that's when I won Wisconsin EOI, which was the prelim. And you Which pushed- Tri- Trixie's a former, right? Trixie's a former. Yes, she's a former, but I think she gave up her title. Oh, I don't, I don't even know. And I think um, Jada's a former, I think. Well, I know because um, I was actually... Uh, when we start talking about, uh, you know, this season of Drag Race, Jada is actually, like, one of my favorite, like, queens. She's my good Judy. Uh, when I won Wisconsin EOI and I got to travel over there and do, like, several gigs, me and her had met. And, like, me and her just, like, really clicked right off the bat because, like, we were just, like, so into each other's drag at the time. And I feel like we still are. I mean, I'm just... I mean, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of her, but we'll get we'll get more into Drag Race in a in a, in a little bit. Yeah. Um. But who who won the year that you? That was the one year that I gave it up. So, uh, Sunny won. Yeah, Sunny beat me. And who was the first runner up? Um. It was uh, oh my gosh, that black trans queen. What's her name? Um, <gasps> she's part of our family. Dolores. Dolores. Yeah, she did that celebrity impersonation. And was Eureka in it as well? 
Yes, Eureka was in it. And I think that year she didn't even place top 10. I beat her. Oh, well, girl. She was over <laughs> it. I'll never forget. We were standing in the hallway waiting for, like, top 10 to be um, announced. And she dropped her phone. And, girl, they didn't announce her, I think, on top 10. I'm not for sure, but I almost remember um, her not being in the top 10. And she was over it, bitch. She was. But you know what? Good things have came to her since. Yeah, good, she's good done so well for herself. Yep. Well, um, one of the things that you are kind of, like, really into not kind of, but really into, is gaming. <laughs> yeah. You love games. Yeah, and you know, what's crazy is, like, I've always been a gamer just because, like, growing up as a kid, um, I was super bullied and just, I was always different compared to everyone else. Like, it, it, back in the day, you know how it is. Like, we had to, like, really hide who we were and try to, like, be this person to blend in, you know, because nowadays, like, it's okay. It's, like, the cool thing to be gay, you know? But... yeah. You know, when I would come home from school, like, video games were, like, my my getaway. It was kind of, like, my thing to, like, be in this fantasy world and just really lose myself, you know? And, like, when I started drag, um, video games were, like, still my passion, but I didn't know how to make it shine through my drag, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? And now that you've taught me how to, like, sew and you taught, like, I've taught myself how to do hair and all these qualities, you know, that allows me to be able to use them to create my own looks. I've allowed to really show who I am as an entertainer, which is like a cosplay queen and just like bright colors and like, you know, all that gay shit, honey. <laughs> I mean, I, re- I, I let, let, let's be real here. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell it. I don't want to take credit for teaching you how to sew. I taught you the basics girl. Cause I, you're 10 times better of a sewer than me. You be like making some crazy shit. Well, the thing is, like, you know, nowadays, like, you have to learn how to do this stuff and be sickening at it, I feel like, to even be noticed. Because there's so oh, yeah. much, like, upcoming talent that know how to sew that, like, if you oh, bitch. really push yourself, girl, you're just going to blend in. If you get on Drag Race, bitch, those bitches better be scared because the, it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be scary for them. I would like, not want to like, be on that season. I feel like uh, living with you too, girl, you've taught me like how to be creative. Because like when I would watch you make stuff, bitch, you would turn like trash into gold. And I would be like, how did she do that? You know what I mean? Like, it was just insane. And I feel like just being around you for so long and obviously like helping you dress you for like EOI and just being a part of that whole system, it really teaches you just like how to be yourself and... Just showcase what you're passionate about, you know? Because, like, yeah. when you be yourself, like, that's what, what's going to make you stand out. Yeah, and you, you're, you you're like, amazing at these cosplay looks, like, bringing them to life. Like, well, I, um, I, I know, I see. <laughs> if um, you guys haven't checked out her Instagram, go check it out now under Chantel Sparkles. It is amazing. It's literally, like, a cosplay. It almost looks like um like a comic book right and you know i do do a lot of pictures because i've seen people say oh well that looks like a drawing or that looks like a comic book you know whatever but if you do go through my instagram like i do showcase like diverse looks like you know that's one thing i've learned from you is to you know be who you are as an entertainer but also show them that you can do different stuff because like nowadays if you don't show diverse girl you're gonna just blend in or you're gonna not do well you know, so yeah. you go to my my Instagram, you see all kinds of looks. Like I can serve like glamour, all that stuff. It, yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to talk about 
when you first moved to Louisville, we actually moved to Louisville together right after I won EOI, right after you got second runner up. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, was it? Be- oh, it was. Be- was it? It was before you moved there right after you won because you wanted to be closer to connection to really make your rank. And it was, be- yeah, and it was before you had competed. So it was. Well, yeah, it was. Re- it's you need to move there because, like, if you want to compete, like, you need to get like locally known, and you just need to be. It'll be easier for you. Right. So we moved there. We we became on cast at The Connection, which at the time was one of the largest gay nightclubs in the United States. When I tell you, this venue is like, it was amazing. Like a professional theater. Uh, upstairs, we had, each girl had their own dressing room with their own closet, with their own, like, I mean, it was amazing. Now, was it a little old? Yeah, because girl, it had been around since right. It's know, been around forever since Moses, but um, <laughs> girl, for real. But it was it would, but it was really sickening. And then um, I had girl, I I couldn't stay there. I was like, girl, I got to get out. So yeah. I left and went back to Florida. And you stayed and got on cast at the place that you're at now, which is called Play, yeah. which is um, a chain of two nightclubs, and they're like. Probably the nicest. Yeah, they're like the biggest nightclubs in Kentucky and Tennessee. Like they, they book some of the biggest talent. Not even not only Drag Race, but like they book comedians. They book anybody. You know, they book The Voice. All the people that you can think of that have been on TV, they book them. And it's it's like you said. Now it's one of the biggest nightclubs in the country. You know? And they're really, really, really nice. Like the decor. Like they keep it really clean. Yeah, it's very clean. it's it's classy. Yeah, it's a it's a whole experience just going there um, to either location. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is the play Nashville. That was the original one. Yeah, uh, my dra- my drag mother actually started the cast there, and it, it, it's just a cool a cool place to go. Um, so moving on from Louisville, um, a lot of people were asking me because I, I posted fan questions, and we'll get to the fan questions later for Patreon. Yeah, but um, I I do want to talk about. Like, you're not a Drag Race girl yet. Um, how does it feel to be a, what people call a local queen in the scene after RuPaul's Drag Race has been on air? Like, um, do you feel like the mood has changed or like, how do, how do you feel as um, a local queen? Well, it's crazy that you asked that question because like, I've always wanted to answer it, but I've also wanted to like, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a double-edged sword because like, I'm very blessed and I don't know. It's just, it's a great feeling to have, you know, drag on a mainstream platform, you know, like drag is so huge right now. So like to be able to do drag in general, like you're just seen as like a celebrity because everybody wants to know a drag queen, you know, but being a local queen, especially working at, you know, the, one of the biggest bars in the country and they book drag race girls. Um, if anybody knows me, I'm a super hard, hard worker. Like I do all my own costumes, my own hair and everything. And sometimes I feel defeated because I put so much hard work into my looks and I try to try my best to like always, you know, just reevaluate myself and go back to the, to the drawing board and just try to like, you know, drag is all about reinventing. Right. And so like when I go on stage sometimes, like, and I do, I feel like I do my best and I don't, I don't get as much recognition as like when the next RuPaul girl goes on stage. It's kind of defeating and frustrating. But um, I feel like a lot more of the Ru girls are starting to like really push support local queens, you know, because like 
at the end of the day, we were all, they all started there. Yeah, girl, I was a root girl. Uh, um, I was a local queen for 13 years before I got on the show. So yeah. I definitely know. But what's unfortunate is I feel like some of the queens don't remember that. They try to like act grand and just like forget, which is stupid. You know what I mean? Because like we were all local queens and I'm still a local queen. And so like it's just frustrating because like I do a lot of work for like people you know, that are in the higher platforms and sometimes they just like overlook me or they don't shout me out or they just don't really like show, you know, I don't, gratitude. Even, I don't know what it's the word. Yeah. I guess it's gratitude. No, the, the, the word is gratitude and respect. And that, you know, that's the thing of the, the time that we live in right now is, um, you know, specifically to what we're talking about here is, you know, people can become a star, not just from TV, but literally YouTube. Yeah, anything. Instagram, um, <clears throat> literally anything now yeah. and um, become instant famous for nothing. And so um, I can totally see how some people are just disrespectful. And that's another thing is like, I felt like, even just a couple of years ago, like maybe five years ago, people were a lot more respectful to each other. Yeah. And now, now in the last couple of years, I just feel like everybody's just so disrespectful. And I'm not just talking about, it does include like the political climate that we're in, but I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about just, even in our own community, I feel like people just are not as respectful yeah. of other people's opinions, of other people's views. And like, or even people drag, you know what I mean? Like everyone's drag yeah. is so different. And like, just because it doesn't fit in your box, like you're supposed to go online and just be mean to somebody. That's rude. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Well, I want to move on to our first actual topic and it is called drag race rundown. And, uh, the first, uh, topic is, uh, Drag Race Canada was just announced, I think, like, yesterday or day before yesterday. Have you seen all those queens? Yeah, I feel like we're just being smacked in the face a million times because there's so much drag stuff being released. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, 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 I just posted that on Twitter. I feel like I'm in Drag Race Overload. We have, we just had season 12. We're about to go into All-Stars 5. It's so awesome, uh, though, because, like, you know, drag is just being, like, pumped out. Taking over the world. Yes, bitch. T drag is taking over the world. It yeah. really is. So, um, have do you know any of the contestants for Drag Race Canada? Um, I don't know them, like, personally, but I know um, Kine. She followed me, like, a couple, maybe, like, a month ago on Instagram. And she also, like, subscribed to my Patreon channel, which was kind of crazy because, like, when I was doing... Before I started my Patreon, I was doing my videos on YouTube. And, like, my videos were getting to, like, 13,000, 16,000 views and stuff. And I started to realize that I, you know, should obviously pull that shit off Monetize make, that. yeah make money off of it but out of all the people that would have subscribed to my my patreon i would have never thought that she would have just because like she does all her own tutorials and she knows how to do all that shit but when i saw her i was gagged i i don't really know any of the the girls except for one which is priyanka i've um i've worked with her several times and uh actually had her on this podcast not too long ago um, she's a fierce queen. She's, um, very energetic. She's kind of young. Uh, she's very outspoken. Oh, I was literally like when I watched, cause you, after you told me to like, make sure you go watch it and stuff. Uh, Priyanka, I wrote notes down and I said that I loved her personality and her costume was real cute and she's super genuine and funny. 
So what? So you wrote down notes. What What are your other notes for for some of the other girls? Well, you know, I had to go do my research. You know, and um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, well, be honest. We want, we want, uh, we want the tea, bitch. You tell us the tea, bitch. Some of the girls' makeup was just so harsh on camera. I was like, I don't know if it was just because they've never been on camera and they didn't know or what. But I, it well, was what, just- well, what's what's gonna happen is, is like, okay, take for example me. Mm-hmm. Season nine, I walked into season nine doing my makeup exactly how I did it in nightclubs, not knowing the difference, yeah. girl. And I had that black hairspray line on my forehead. <laughs> I remember that. I had really dark eyeshadow that like went really underneath my eyes. It really made me look older than what I was. It, just, it was just kind of scary, girl. Yeah. On HD cameras, girl, no ma'am. So what happens is it, with with these drag race girls is that their makeup will change literally immediately after they see themselves on camera. They'll be like, okay, girl. I need to right. I figured this. that would happen, but like, just I'm going solely off of just watching these little like one minute intros of them. Like, I don't know who they are. I've never seen them. I don't follow them. I'm just looking solely off of their makeup and their hair. And you know, this is a big deal, honey. This is the video that Canada's going to see. The world's going to see. Who was your? Who's were your favorites? Like, just look wise. I really loved, obviously, kind, just because like she knows what it's what it's like to be in front of the camera and she knows how to like act and stuff um but i really like scarlet bobo scarlet bobo she's the one with the the buns on the side yeah she has the princess leia buns i thought her personality and her look was just so cool and like she just seemed like you know real you know and fierce i am really excited about uh drag race canada it's gonna be cool to see um, Brooklyn on there as oh a yeah, judge. her being like yeah. a play sister and like me working with her before, and then it's just another thing, you know, like knowing somebody from working with them or like just being a part of their journey and then seeing them now is just so like I'm I'm always happy for everybody just because like it's so crazy to see people grow like that, you know? Yeah. Well, what's crazy is so there's been a lot of drag race girls come from play. There's Play Nashville and play Louisville. And you have Jay Jolie on your cast in mm-hmm. Louisville. Yeah. You've had uh, Jaden Dior Fierce in Nashville. You had the Princess in Cameron Nashville. Michaels. Cameron Michaels. Um, Brooklyn Heights. Was there any others? Um, I can't. I don't think so. But that's a lot. That's a lot of girls. Right. That's a lot. So maybe maybe you're destined, bitch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... In the midst of all of this drag na- drag race craziness, um, they just announced All Stars Five as well. Um, who are you excited to see back on screen from All Stars Five? Um, obviously, Shay Coulee. I love I've loved Shay Coulee since I first seen her. Her her fashions, her personality, um, her acting, her comedy like she's just like a sickening. Girl, she's like the to-go box that you take home. Like, it has everything mm-hmm. in it. You know what I mean? You go to the buffet yep. and you grab everything from the buffet. That's her. You know what I mean? She's uh-huh. she's very well-rounded. And um, I love when... And we ain't talking about that ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, like, she's just fierce. I love her. I really like this cast. I think it's going to be great. I, You know, I, I have several friends who are in... Actually, I'm pretty much friends with all the girls uh, that are on cast for season five of All Stars. But... I obviously have to root for my season nine sister, Shay, 
Um, but I would be so happy for any of the girls if they were to win. Right. I, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's awesome in general, just because like, there's some girls that are on there from season one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I've, and I've been waiting for Anjani to get on because oh, I love Anjani. That's Nash. another She's bitch so too. Yes. That is another bitch. When I saw her walk in the workroom and she was wearing that like goddess, like armor look, I was gagged. Yeah. And then, like, Blair has, like, completely transformed since the last time she was on TV. Yes. Um, I'm excited to see if Miss Cracker um, She was really... so funny. Well, she was funny in her original season, but she was also very guarded. And, like, she kind of sabotaged herself a little bit because she got into her head. I'm excited to see if she's let all that go and just really been herself. Because if you've worked with her, if you've been around her, she's just really cool and fun. And, um... I think if she lets all that go, she's going to be somebody that can get the the crown for sure. Um, I'm also really excited to see Juju back. I oh my God. Her. I love her. Like even when she was like in the early drag race days, like when I first, cause I started drag race or started drag right around the time drag race, you know, came out and yeah. she was like my favorite, the most, like one of my favorite Queens. Like I always wanted to be like her. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just so many. I'm pretty much all the cast, and we'll get into more stuff later. But um, I, I I love all of them. Um, so you've been watching season twelve of Drag Race, right? Yeah. And who are your favorites from the season? Obviously, I love Jada, just because like, not just because like I know her, but like I know what she's what she's done and what she's capable of and what she has brought to the show. And, like, mm-hmm. that bitch is sickening. You know what I mean? Like, she can do hair. She can do makeup. I always told her, like, every time we'd see each other in person, I'm like, bitch, you need to paint me. You need to do my yeah. makeup. Because, like, she can she can do some makeup. And she's just so likable. Like, and her personality is awesome. I love Gigi. She's just obviously all in one, like, a package deal, too. The thing I like about her is that she's, like, a fashion queen. And if you notice, like, a lot of fashion queens that are on the show, they're not really, like, funny or they don't know how to like mm-hmm. really showcase their personality but she's really come through you know yeah she's she just lets loose yeah she's everything um love rock'em sakura she's like an anime queen which is very like me and she's a hot boy girl did you see her uh fulsome video no girl there is a video of rock'em out there where she went to Folsom. do you know what Folsom is no what is that okay Folsom is like a festival they have, I think in San Francisco or San Diego, somewhere over there. And I think it's like leather or something like that. But like literally people walk around naked. I can see her doing that though. (laughs) And have sex with each other. She was butt ass naked and some guy put her dick in her mouth. Oh my God. In his his mouth. And she got a nice little package, bitch. It was kind of cute. When she was on the show, like before she had went home, there was a scene where like she was wearing short shorts and I'll never forget, I was sitting on the couch with Ethan, and I told him, I told, I told Ethan, I said, Bitch, you see that package? Her dick look huge. <laughs> and Ethan is your your partner, so yeah, for you to say that in front of Ethan him is was hilarious. like, Oh my god, it's it does look big. <laughs> so would you and Ethan have a, a three-way with Rockham? Girl, that is I, we have we've thought about bringing that into the thing, but like we have bigger goals. Like right now, we just wanna like No, want- so she's not she's not big enough. Well, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> we, got, we got bigger goals right now to accomplish, so. <laughs> other, other than a threesome. Well, good. Well, yeah. good. Well, Rockham, if you were listening, go and hit up Miss Sparkles and her husband, Ethan, and then, you know, maybe you get some something. Yeah, call me girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's move on from uh, Drag Race Rundown. I want to talk about another topic um, called Sisterly Scandals. Sisterly Scandals. Oh, my God. And Sisterly Scandals is like the gossip time, girl. We're just going to gossip. Um, girl, I try to say all that. No, that you ain't going to say all of it now. We're going to talk about it, bitch. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, none of this is to be taken like so serious. So yeah. cool. Like if y'all are listening, this is all in fun. It's very like the uh, Jake Yonce thing, you know, in the beginning of his videos. He's like, all of this is a legend. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure he's talked about this stuff on his thing too, but... Um, you know he's covered it first. Bitch, on social media, did you see where Farah had posted somewhere, um, I think it was on her Twitter, where she was like commenting to a, someone post, someone's post that um, had said something about India and she said, oh yeah, India was never nice to me. Did you it's, see that? Does she mean like India Farah or like India the country? Girl, are you y'all people, y'all, look, we talk about drag race and she's talking about a country. Um <laughs> Well, I don't Girl, know. I don't... She could have traveled to India and be like, India was <laughs> nice to me. <laughs> you are so dumb. Um no, India Farah. Oh. She was talking about India Farah, that India Farah was not nice to her. And, um, like she, I don't, I think she even might've just said mean or she was a bitch to her. She, she was like blunt with a girl. And, um, she also brought up, uh, Kimora in that saying that she wasn't nice to Kimora either. And all three of those girls live in, uh, or they lived in Vegas at the time to like recently after that, Kimora did a live where she actually, said the same thing. She was like, yeah, she was mean. Uh, the thing is, is like, I'm gonna let you, tell me what you think about that. Well, first off, like, what what does she say that she was mean about? Because like, if you watch All Stars, India has a very like, um, like a chill personality, very like blah, kind of like me. Like when people first meet me, they think that I'm a bitch. But that's just because like our tone and our voice is very like, you know, just monotone. And so people take that the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the thing. I mean, I can't speak to their, their, um, their experience with I her. Also, too, like, a lot of these drag race girls that work with other queens that they may have not ever met, they expect them to be like, oh, my God, hey, sis. Like, oh, my God, we've been on the same show, so we should be besties. That's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I have known India for many years, and she was always nice to me. I'm not saying that she wasn't some kind of way to those two girls. Cause I love fair and I love yeah. more too. I love them too. But, but you know, she's always been nice to me. I, I, I can't say. I don't really know because her. like I've never she, met her. So I don't know. I can say India does have kind of a dry sense of humor. So right. You can see mon- that monotone. Yeah. So maybe that came across wrong, but she did have some beef with Nebraska. You know who Nebraska is, right? Yeah. That's um, Derek. Derek's- Derek Berry's. One of her husbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she had some beef with her a couple of years back. And um, I'm interested to see 
if that translates over to All Stars because India and Derek are on the same season. Oh, so yeah, that's gonna be some juicy tea if it gets brought up. Yeah, I'm interested to see that. Well, that's all the um, sisterly scandals for today. It is definitely interesting to hear your sisters come out against another one of your sisters. So I'm interested to see how this is all going to play out. I think you should definitely have India on the, the show because, like, I'm very much a person, like, we need to hear the source. Well, I start a new Stage It show for Digital Drag Fest coming up. So the 22nd and the 28th, mm-hmm. which is going to be my podcast live. Now That's I'm you. still doing, yeah, I'm still each week. I'm still going to do my podcast normally, but, but anyway, enough about me. Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, my Twitter is sparkle on queen and my Instagram is Chantel sparkles. Um, on Facebook, you can just search up Chantel sparkles and I'm on there. Um, I also have like a um, like a little link at the very top of my Instagram um, where you can click it and it actually has a link to all of my platforms. So if you just want to go to my Instagram and type in Chantel Sparkles, it'll take you to everything. I have all kinds of tutorials. It teaches you how to do like hairlines, not just tease hairlines, but it teaches you how to do like the cosplay hairlines, stuff that I've just learned throughout my journey um, that I just want to share with everybody. It teaches you how to do wigs, all the iconic styles that I've done for you. Um, anything you want to learn drag related is pretty much on there as far as hair. I'm adding sewing and I'm adding more cosplay, but for now it's mainly just like wig stuff. So, well, Chantel, thank you so much for joining me today for the work podcast. I've really enjoyed this. We're going to have to do it again. Um, guys, if you want to see more of Chantel again, go click the link in her Instagram for everything Chantel. Also, I have a new YouTube channel show coming out called Sex Talk 101. Chantel is in one of the episodes. So go subscribe to my YouTube channel under Trinity the Tuck to see that coming up soon. Uh, Until next time, I want to leave you with something my grandmother always used to tell me. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. Until next time, bye! Bye!